There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hello. Hello, this is Chris Cooper and a big, big welcome to the Business Elevation Show. It's great to be back with you for yet another week with another fantastic guest. We've got Corey Blake, who I think he's, Corey is uh, he's quite unique in, in many, many ways. And one thing that's a bit unique about uh, Corey is he's probably maybe only the fourth person, perhaps, who's been on the show three times so uh, in 11 years. So there you go, Corey. That's um that's you know I'm sure all the advertising, the amazing advertising awards and uh, and awards for movies and things like that they just pale into insignificance when it comes to that little statistic there. <laughs> that was really meaningful. I appreciate knowing that. That's lovely. <laughs> That's super great. Anyway, wherever you are in the world, I hope you're hope you're keeping well. Um, I hope you're managing to need to elevate your thinking and. And, and stand above the storm clouds that seem to be uh, rolling around the, the globe at the moment. Uh, we've had a, a fascinating time over here in the United Kingdom with losing our queen, which uh, is very, you know, it's been it's, it's sad for the nation. And uh, and for those, I, I have actually been in her presence on uh, on one occasion um, by by fort good luck, really, rather than anything else. And uh, just an amazing, amazing leader. And I think what I've really took away from uh, the the Queen, and I was talking this through when I was running an event yesterday, was that the Queen has led, you know, and has impacted, you know, the people of this country. She has, you know, left an amazing legacy, and she's impacted the whole world really. And there's so many people from all parts of the world who are inspired by it. But but what she has, which most of us don't have, is that. You know what we have going on underneath and and at home and with our lives and the troubles and challenges we might have she has the media that are watching that at all times so to can you imagine do, doing that leading in that position where your 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 private life and your family is in such uh such visible view must be really challenging so you know huge a huge admiration i've got huge respect uh, for for what she's achieved on last week's show we have michael landers we talked about the culture crossing uh, that was a great uh, interview i found michael fascinating and, and it really opened my eyes to just how multicultural we are so i often used to think of culture as being the places i traveled to and the the peoples that i met there and i needed to plan if i was going to uh, to a different part of the world to understand the culture but of course wherever we are today we we may have many many cultures uh, living in close proximity. I think there was something in California, I think he was saying something like about 45 languages spoken, which is just in California alone, which is incredible. So if you're interested in culture, do listen to that interview. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the art of surrender. You know, have you ever had to really you know, hold your nerve when you know, a big obstacle uh, was in your way, in your path? Of course, the reality in life is that actually we have to face lots of obstacles, whether we like it or not. Life is full of full of obstacles. 
And the question is with them is, do you kind of surrender to them and accept them? Or do you fight against them? Do you change direction? You know, what do you do when these obstacles occur? Now, we had a few uh, weeks ago, we had a show with my Mark Levy talked to me about my health. And we talked um, you know, a little a bit about obstacles there, really, and uh, and how to to view them and your kind of mindset. But today, we'll have a think about it from a, a business uh, perspective. Now, my guest, Corey Blake, he's the founder of Roundtable Companies and Roundtable Storytelling Academy, and that supports organizations in creating courageous company cultures. And before this, he's got a really, really fascinating career. He was a professional commercial and television actor in Los Angeles. He was a star of for nearly a dozen um, Fortune 100 brands in their commercials um, in, and included a spot named as one of the 50 greatest Super Bowl commercials of all time. His work has earned numerous awards. He's been viewed by hundreds of millions across network television, uh, uh, cable, YouTube. And he's quoted and featured in, in you know, amazing press, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Wired, Barron's, you name it. And he's contributed to lots of the top magazines like Fast Company, Forbes and Thrive. So we're going to talk today about surrender with one of my favorite guests. And he's also a great storyteller because that's his line of work these days. Big welcome to Corey Blake. Ah, the crowd goes wild. Wow. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's always lovely to spend time with you. <laughs> Gosh, but back for the third time. Right. Like My yeah. goodness. I mean, it, over over... A span of years. I mean, you, you shared yeah. with me that our, our last visit together was July 2020. That's a different world back then. I mean, it was the, the start of a new world, I suppose. It was, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. it's incredible. I mean, I mean, what on earth have you been doing to let it get into this state? <laughs> <laughs> I, can take, I can take all the credit and all the, and all the fall. Huh? You're all welcome. What You're very welcome. have you been yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, uh yeah, well, um I've been reprogramming my neural pathways so that I appreciate isolation more and yeah. don't care for much as pe- you know for for people as much as I used to. Um and I I I don't like that. <laughs> but it is like <laughs> this weird this weird reality, right, of uh the awareness that I I've, I've been reprogrammed in a way and um and that I've got some things to overcome as the world opens up again. Because uh, I used to travel you know, three weeks out of the month before the pandemic. Uh, yeah. March of 2020 was my last time going through O'Hare before we were shut down. For, for and I didn't. I was someone who didn't leave the house much, you know, for a couple of years. So there was a lot of um, of 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 learning how much I actually appreciated being. Um, less on the move which i thought would drive me absolutely bananas but i found that i enjoyed it and uh and there's the loss of uh, that was a lot of the socialization that i got in my work running around getting together with people that i adored and doing great work together that shifted um i still got to do a lot of that but of course you know with less moving around and uh, and yeah there's there, there's adjustments that i i look forward to I don't think it'll ever necessarily feel the same, but I, I do look forward to recarving some of those pathways and and having more more time in person because I yeah. even though it feels a little foreign right now, I, I know how much it meant to me before. And I so I'm kind of relying on that it will it will mean that much to me again. 
Mm. How, how do you feel about how do you feel about about flying so much for example i mean we've also got the you know obviously the great concerns about the climate as well and and i i just don't feel i don't feel like i want to get on an airplane like i used to i have a lot of aversion to just leaving the house in general right now still like yeah not it's not not to the yeah, grocery me. store or whatnot but like yeah, me too, but yeah. taking trips yeah um <clears throat> it's it's something to contend with and i i don't want to go back to the travel schedule that i had i don't but i but i do look forward to some opportunities mm. to be gathering and I, I i i know that those relationships and and what we can do in person is different and we're someone who you know it was very important to us to figure out how to have very beautiful profound connection over zoom and we did figure out how to do that and it's different Right, not necessarily better, but or worse, but but it is different. Yeah, and what do you make? What do you make of it all? What do you <laughs> make? Yeah, you know, what do you make of what's what's gone on over the last couple of years since we? Oh, it's a big question, huh? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I I I certainly think that I'll. Um, I guess in some ways, I feel like we we don't have a clue yet of really what's changed. It'll if there's still a lot to be revealed about yeah. how much we've been impacted. Um, and there's still so much that is being revealed. Um, like, you know, I mean, just, just yesterday, you know, the CEO of FedEx came out and said that, uh, worldwide recession, like that was last night that he said that live for the first time. Um, he's pretty convinced. And that's somebody who's likely to have a really good idea better than our U S government about the state of the economy. What will that mean? You know, you, all these brilliant minds trying to wrap their head around what's actually going on right now. And they don't know. We don't know. So right. I feel like there's a lot that's, that is um, left to still be discovered about what we've been through and, and who we've become as a result of it. Yeah. Though, though I guess, you know, like the tides coming in and out, you have, you have booms and you have busts, don't you? you goes in and it goes out. And uh, invariably at some point it comes back again. I know we've got some unusual situations going on, layers of them with uh, with war and uh, in Europe and um, yeah, rece recession and climate and a lot of things. But things that are being revealed as uh, it's almost like the glaciers melt. You start to see what's underneath, don't you? And we're starting to discover a lot of that, aren't we? Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to be um, unsettled about right about the the way that we as human beings can relate to one another treat each other try to dominate each other uh in in so many different ways right actually physically sometimes emotionally um but there's yeah i feel like we, we've had a unique perspective because because of the of the of being more stationary feels like we've been able to watch it from a different perch than we than we have been and it's yeah unsettling feels like a good word yeah do, do you think um I, i'm seeing i'm seeing lots of signs though of a lot of collaboration cooperation and connection between people and you know some some signs of less comp competition um you know a lovely example for me yesterday is is uh that i um i've got a wonderful wonderful client and they said to me chris you know you you want to use our boardroom for for bringing other clients into our business uh, and running your 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 programs um as long as it's free it's yours and uh, and the 
the managing director actually came into the meeting and talked to this other, other company about culture and and it was just lovely that you know to bring them into that environment because it's a wonderful environment in this place and my other client was inspired and and i just like to see that you know that that approach of kindness and collaboration it is there and we don't always see it we we, we look at the dark clouds don't we with the news and and the media and what's going on but there are there's a lot going on at the moment around climate and a lot of science and technology uh, yeah, th- th- so much, of course, and and, and I appreciate you doing. <laughs> appreciate you refocusing the lens there. I was getting a little dour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- there is, of course, and and right, and that and that's what 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 we do as as human beings is we we do tend to move towards the light. Um, and there's there is there is so much beauty and um, an opportunity, um, and I guess that's presented in many ways because of of the challenge as well, right? We're we're looking for ways to overcome and, and improve ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was at a location on Wednesday. It's two hundred and twenty six acres, and the plan is to make it you know, the the most shining example of uh, regeneration in the UK. Uh, and uh, you know they've got top scientists working on it, um, working through how it can be completely self sufficient in terms of energy. Um, it's it's it it's golf courses at the moment, but. Uh, you know they're turning it back into back into more forest, and uh, and they're 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 doing counts on bees and how we, how do they bring different species in and you know it's really inspiring and the plan is that there'll be ten around the globe, um you know so I had a few things that are lifting me and you think actually you don't realise all this is going on and, and it is it is it, it, it's stunning yeah no I, I appreciate you bringing so, nature so what, what, yeah, go so ahead, what, go ahead. yeah so what um what what have been the Big obstacles for you personally over the last couple of years, and because we're talking about surrender today, yeah, uh, and uh, that seems a bit, you know, is it a bit, is that a bit negative? Surrender, surrender, is it? Is it a bit? I thought so. Is it? Was I it thought good, it was horrifying. It's a good thing. It, it turns out it's it's been pretty. Um, it's had a magical component that I did not expect, but I resisted. Uh, I, I've had. Uh, I've had I had a coach who worked with me trying to trying to get me closer towards accepting some surrender in my life from 2018 through 2021, and then I had another one who started working with me in 2021. And but life circumstances were such that I could continue to resist it for quite a while, mm. and um, and then that changed uh, this this past year, and I I felt forced to give in, and I found it quite relieving. Mm. And then there was space for for something, right? For for things to manifest that I hadn't yet made space for. And what, what was that? And what was that tension that you experienced there? <laughs> um, well, the the you know, as a as an achievement minded people pleaser, um, I have I have a, a, a client that I'm coaching right now. So we're deep into this specific conversation around um, how. Um, some of us have the personality type where where when a door opens, if we see opportunity and we know we can have impact, we're likely to move through it. Yes. But it's not necessarily a door we would have chosen ourselves. We're very good at choosing other people's doors. Yes. And um, and then eventually we have a moment where we say, but what do I want? I have no idea because I haven't practiced figuring out what it is that I want or what is it that I feel like I – even I would say more than want – what am I compelled um, to do in in further alignment with my purpose? Why I'm here, mm. and 
and I was I was doing a version of my par- of, of my purpose that I think was it had a it had so much alignment, right? Helping, which was essentially I describe as helping other people um, to turn their story into a piece of art, so that the world could see how how brilliant and beautiful they are or their organization is, and um, and then there was this shift, this desire to hold space for other people while they did that themselves, instead of us doing the heavy lifting of turning it into art. How impactful is it when someone turns their own story into a work of art? Mm. They get to then own that more. And 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 that sh- that shift is a was a pretty massive business model shift for us. That so there's a lot of resistance to you know throwing a grenade on the business, you know that was really potentially going to create a lot of challenge. Um, and I so I yeah that that was that was the piece that I was was sitting in the resistance of, uh, but I felt compelled and then there were some life situations that happened where i took that step and then it became quite a quite a leap so just help help us understand that so you in in terms of your business model when you say you were taking other people's stories and you were turning them into art is that is that framed out on a wall is it what what what, what um... so it's a ser- it's a service business where we are either turning it into a book Turning it into literally you know, huge pieces of art. We did these massive art installations, um, but they were all based on like someone would contribute something, and then we would create art from it, whether it's a book or, or a film or you know all, we we worked across numerous mediums, but ultimately right that person is is contributing something, and then and then we're doing the shaping of it, and we bring artists together to do that. That's a service model, and this yeah. was a shift to a product model, right. So, so you're you're helping them to do it for themselves now. Yeah, which we can do at scale. I can't, you know, service business is very hard to do to grow in that way when it's all yeah. based on people's time. Yes. Yeah. So you can do it online, could you, for example? All of it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's so you're moving to more so a less a less people intensive approach. Yeah. Absolutely. Which, which is where the tension comes, probably if you uh, if you like to keep people happy. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I loved keeping my people happy. I mean, yeah. and, and I loved yeah, the, the people that I got to work with. I loved when they were happy, yeah. and I and I and I missed some of them tremendously that I had because I had to pare back significantly to give myself room for this for this pivot. Yes, yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to go to commercial break now, and and after the break, <laughs> <laughs> we could have could have got you to do all the ads, couldn't we? For us uh, in in between. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to think about that for next time um so we're gonna after the commercial break we'll have a look at um you know how we view, should view these obstacles and should we be preparing ourselves for these well in advance before these uh meteoroids hit i'm sort of imagining now my, i don't know if you used to play space invaders but, um many years ago Corey. of course <laughs> um so sort of imagining these uh, these obstacles or meteors uh, coming towards us and we're trying to avoid them so how do we how do we prepare ourselves for that and how do we approach that and it's actually a methodology to help us get around these we'll be back with you again in just a couple of minutes do join us after the break when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? 
Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the business elevation show with your host chris cooper if you have a question or comment about our show please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk that's chris at chriscooper.co.uk now back to chris cooper hi this is chris cooper i'm with Corey blake we're just talking about impact in the in the break actually and just saying you know we never really get to understand the, the impact of the, the small things that we do and and I and I what what came up for me, I just if we could just share this sort of story, Corey was was um, many years ago. I I lived in a, a part an apartment in an apartment in London, and uh, and I used to there's a na- some neighbours down below, and they had a, a young boy, and I got chat- chatting to them in the hallway a few times, and one day she said, "I've got to, I've got to dash out. Would you look after my son?" for a few minutes yeah sure so after for a little while she she would start to drop him off sometimes and just you know we'd watch the tv or play a little game with him or whatever and i never actually got to meet her husband he never seemed to be in and then one day there was a knock at the door and this uh this man said to me he said um i'm i'm uh you know the father of the son downstairs that we've met before but i want to say thank you for looking after our son and he said um i've got a new play coming out and i wonder if you'd like to go to the opening evening so he passed me two two tickets and the tickets were for um a film uh, it was called it was um what's it now the importance of being earnest which sounded mm. very austere and quite quite sort of serious at the theater royal in london so i we t- i turned up with a friend and there was there were there were paparazzi there there was there was cameras there was armed police there were two, two big rolls royces turned up what on earth's going on so we go inside and we have these great, I've got these really nice seats. And just up to my left, um, uh, a little, at a slightly higher elevated level, just a few meters away from me, uh, were these three seats. And, uh, and someone from the stage suddenly announced, would you all please stand up for the Queen, the Queen Mother and Princess Margaret? And uh, 
for two and a half hours we sat in there and, and I, I had the perfect view because I could look at them without them knowing that I was staring at them. And I was just in this amazing, amazing presence. Uh, and uh, it was it turned out to be the Queen Mother's 102nd birthday. So we all stood up and we sang a happy birthday to her. And, wow. and I enjoyed watching her laugh at the, the rude jokes and that, that were happening. It was particularly funny seeing them chortle. But you realize they were human, but they had this amazing presence. So that little ripple effect from just, just just being helpful with a, a child, which seemed insignificant, led to a really enormous treat that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, oh, I love that. I love that. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much in life that uh, where where we don't we don't we don't get reports back. <clears throat> excuse me, of right of, of all the value that's being created oh. or all the appreciation. No, we don't. So, do you have a, do you have a, a preferred way now? Deep a way that you view obstacles. You've been through this experience. And it required you to do some soul searching and thinking. And thank you for sharing that with uh, with your various um, coaches. And uh, and you realized that you had to surrender to something. Um, do you, I mean? Let's for start. Is what what is the definition for you of surrender? Let's start with that. Oh, um, it is for me. It was it was letting go of the need to. Um, the need for a specific outcome. Right. Right. Like when we made the decision to, to pivot the business, like there was a, there was a timeline, there were things that needed to happen. There was a desire for X, Y, Z. And as I came to realize, okay, this is less of a pivot and more of actually shutting down a lot of what used to be to make room for what's becoming that timeline changed dramatically. And I was not going to be able to wrestle my way into the original outcome I wanted, I, I had to start letting go. So it is, it is a release, um, from, from that agenda, which is tough for, you know, those of us who are, who are achievement oriented, but that letting go peace. And you, you know, you know about the hero's journey more than I I know it more, more, more than I'd like to admit to some degree, but I love it at the same time. Love it very much. Yeah. So, you know, you know, that things, things go down and they come back up again and, uh, but but when you're in that situation, it's easy to feel, even though you know probably deep down it's going to be all right in the end, it, it, you still can feel a lot of angst, can't you? Oh, th- there are certainly moments where um, the, the way that, that my story played out, I knew exactly um, – ca- I call these moments collision moments, and they are they're essentially the, the ordeal in, a, in like a 10-year to 15-year hero's journey arc – it's a collision point. Like there's, there's two pieces that are, that are slamming together with incredible force. One being a view of how I, what I believe my identity to be in the world. And then right. This other force of, uh, of some kind of polarity, nearly an opposite. Well, that's happened to me, you know, every decade of my life and every decade of my life, I've learned profound lessons from it that have made me stronger. And then I've gone back out into the world and had more impact, been able to be of greater service. And yet, Yes, in the midst of this, there are those moments of, well, what if it doesn't happen again? Maybe it won't, you know, show up the way that I'm that I'm hoping. Maybe I won't recover this time. Maybe this is just where the decline begins. Yeah. Those thoughts absolutely leak in, and um, I think for me, what the the importance was being able to um, to not push them out, but to get curious and allow them to be there as long as they needed to be there. And then they'd float away at a certain point, right? And then I would, 
um, start to feel a, a, a tinge of clarity that led to just a, a, a small burst of energy, be productive for a short period of time, and then you know that would dissipate and allow myself to be depressed for an afternoon and not be productive, which is a very uncomfortable feeling for me. Um, and then, right, like, so, so it's, it's, it's surrendering to what is in the moment as opposed to trying to, trying to change, trying to push it out, trying to avoid. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, of action and energy involved in resistance. So the surrendering is, is just letting go. And that's why I said that's where relief showed up because my muscles weren't so tense from all of the trying to move things where I want them to be. Yeah. Suddenly I, I was, I was in a more relaxed state, which I'd say is a released state because I was, I was also ready and on the lookout for what, right. What wanted to be shown to me. Yes. Yeah. So this, so this is about like, uh, you know, going downstream rather than fighting your way upstream or, 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 or going downstream, but in, instead of going in relaxed, with a flotation device, you're going in, you know, like you've got rigor mortis and hitting all the rocks on the way down. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, right. There's a lot of injury in in yeah. the uh, in the resistance, a lot of suffering. Yeah, so that there, there, so so there's a different flavor of suffering. I would say, like, I didn't enjoy my depression when it would when it would hit me, or those thoughts that would that would pull me into the what ifs. Um, but 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 there was also something about making room for them that there was a there was a fresh air quality oddly to it it's not something i wish on myself or anyone else right isn't that the, the thing about the ordeal is we all know it's it's the thing that teaches us the most and, the, and that we grow from the most and it's also something we know is not fun in the moment it's it's quite brutal yeah uh, but but yeah there there is there is so much um there's so much uh, value if we can, and less suffering if we can if we can relax into it instead of like you said stiffening up and and hitting everything on the way down. Yeah, uh, this is um, I heard someone describe it described to me the other day called the discrepancy gap when the, you, there's a gap between and there's a gap between what it is versus what you you you'd like it to be. We can feel a lot of pain. A lot. Yes. Um, and though I suppose the truth is that what it is and where it might naturally be going might be a better place than ultimately than where you at the time would expect it to be. I think sort of, you're, I think most, many times, yes, uh, maybe all the time. Yes. I'm not sure. But, but for me, um, I, I do believe that I am, I am shifting into greater alignment with myself. And I'm finding that what, what ended up happening amidst this surrender was that um, it, it, it was a period of taking, you know, we were uh, a previous configuration of our company was 17 years. And, um, and, and we had these puzzle pieces of our expertise that were arranged in a specific pattern to deliver value to other people. And in this surrendering was a moving of those pieces into a new configuration mm -hmm. that feels like it is going to be exponentially more impactful in the world and that could only become possible by allowing myself to step into the space of not knowing uh right that the the space of it may not configure into something useful um being able to lose the agenda made room for something 
I think that is a, a more elevated version. Mm. And looking back on your situation then, how how should, would you view going forward this kind of situation? Because actually, in many instances, when you when you feel like you're falling, ultimately you are falling upwards. And then, because you've just explained there that exponentially, you went through all of this pain and this angst, and it was really stressful. You had an expectation of where you wanted to be, but where you've got to in the reconfiguration of this is exponentially something that may well be, you know, far uh, in advance of where you were before. Mm-hmm. So, having been through that experience now, how might you view the next one? Um likely with as much angst because that is part of being alive and being a human (laughs) (laughs) right and i mean from this standpoint i can say i mean it literally has been proven to me that 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 what i'm dealing with right now this is a once every 10 or 15 years yeah so you know i I, something like this i don't it's it's not going to follow up next year in the same way um i'm still in the midst of a cycle so it's got it's probably got a, a, a two or three years to play out for me to even get on the other side fully of this ordeal and 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 gather the rewards and the value from that as well. Um, um, but so I could say from this vantage point, if I get to have another one, I, I might very well be excited while I'm also full of that angst because I'm like, ooh, I get another go around, right? Um, at that point, I might be late 50s early 60s um you know may may i be so blessed i think is kind of how i can look at it right now like i said stepping into it it's not it's not it's not fun um it's it's a it it is a painful experience each time because it's so disorienting and it's a there's a there's a challenge to our identity that's happening in that moment we're redefining who we are and that's a painful process it is because it's the pandemic for many people pull the rug on from under their feet and 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 there is a period of adjustment in that and there is probably to you might make me think to adjust to a new situation there's probably a time lag in there because it also may require the development of some new neuro pathways in your brain yeah uh to reorder because we're kind of creatures of habit really aren't we we in in many ways and you find a pattern that works but then when it doesn't work anymore it's uh you know leg can fall off your stool <laughs> it's entirely disorienting I, yeah. I think you're right yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I was i was in a um i'm in my fifth year just starting my fifth year now of an advanced leadership course that i've done five years in a row and um and it's a, it, we take we look at the hero's journey very deeply during each year and so what i've been doing intentionally was hero's journey stacking right one year after the next knowing it was leading in this general direction but i didn't know how it was going to unfold but i knew it was this that there was this greater sense of my purpose that w- that wanted to be revealed yeah. but then there were certain circumstances that had to align to suddenly have that moment of oh this is it this is the thing i've been preparing for and wow in the moment do i feel utterly unprepared even though i was literally in the third year of a program helping me do that right so it still caught you off guard, totally. Because mm. the way suddenly I looked around, and I was like, "Oh no, this is the thing!" I just didn't realize this was the thing. Yeah, that unto itself was uh, 
shocking, surprising, but it, but that also made room for me to laugh at, at my circumstance at times and to feel joy um, to, to realize. I mean, there's one point I, I wrote a, a, a sticky and hung it up and I said, we will never be more creative than we will be right now while we're figuring out how to survive. Mm. Those were moments of like really extreme excitement and a thrill. And yet, you know, everyone who was here when I wrote that sticky isn't still, you know, within the configuration of the company. Doesn't right. necessarily mean they wouldn't be again in the future. But, um, but right, but there's, there, there's pain in the pruning. There, there's no doubt about it. But there's also moments of real clarity and, and excitement. Yes. Remember my, my career, one of the, the most painful moments was uh, having to make uh, a good number of people redundant and uh, just taken over as a, uh, running a running a, a, a function with a quite a quite a lot of staff and I had to make that decision before I even got into the job I was mm. and, uh, to give that to give that information and it felt very cold calculated the guy who, who I took over from who lost his job was actually a really nice fellow as well um so it was quite difficult moving into yeah. into that situation and uh, I think I came down a few months later with shingles and I'm sure it was related to wow. the stress of what um of what happened there it was uh it was really really tough mm. really tough. yeah um, we we tend to feel a lot of uh ownership over other people's destinies when our role seems to require that and yet I'm, I, what i've been able to see that my people are the people who left our company are doing with their lives now uh i, I get to be so excited for them because they're oh, getting to the fly cool. in new ways yeah, brilliant. Well, well, we're going to commercial break now, and we shall be back again with you in just a couple of couple of minutes, and we'll find out, um, you know, what, what is the best way then to deal with these obstacles now? You know, all this um, wisdom that Corey's had going through this challenging pivot, like like uh, many other people had to during the pandemic. I had to, to a certain extent myself, but my operations are nothing like um, the scale of, of Corey's. Um I was pleased it wasn't actually. Uh, I did. Uh, I did my my last business had twenty five people in it, and, uh, and I chose to keep to keep small because I was actually I knew how painful it was when you had to had to make an impactful impactful change. So uh, yeah, I was pleased when I hit the pandemic light. Really, with only you know only a few of us to take care of. So we're back again um, after the commercial break in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. tuned into the business elevation show with your host chris cooper if you have a question or comment about our show please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk that's chris at chriscooper.co.uk now back to chris cooper hi this is chris cooper i'm with Corey blake and we're, we're talking about the art of uh, art of surrender and just um want to just touch on before we 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 move into maybe let's talk a little about about culture and company as well, and we hit kind of obstacles. But what what can we do to prepare ourselves, you know, mentally, to, uh, when you know to prepare ourselves for when things might suddenly have to change, whether we plan them or not? Yeah, interestingly, I think it, I think it actually relates to to the way that I think about company culture too. Um, we were saying over the break that the worst time to prepare for a crisis is in the midst of a crisis, right? The last thing you want to do is look down at your superhero utility belt and find out you do not have the tool for the job right now, <laughs> right? Uh, so um, uh, one of the things that we're talking about a lot right now that I, I'm really, I don't know, I, I get all fired up about is that psychological safety yeah. uh, begins with the at the individual level. Like we all have a capacity to help manifest some of our, our psychological safety on our own yes. and uh, and and when i'm talking about that what i'm referring to is like my ability to be present with myself in the moment and to be present with others in the moment and my ability to the more i can i i, I practice um, techniques that help me reserve judgment for myself yeah the more that i have the capacity to reserve judgment for others out in the world Right, and the 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 more that I accept um, that I am not here to quote unquote fix broken parts of myself, but to be with those parts and and to see the the good that has arisen uh, as a result of of the fractures that that life has gifted me with, like that, you know, th- those kind of mental attitudes um, allow me and support me in showing up much more gracefully in the world, and. I want to show up gracefully, particularly when the level of chaos rises. That's when it becomes easiest to toss yeah. my values out the window and right and 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 for the the more primitive part of myself to show up with anger, vitriol, um, judgment, you know those are those are inherent to our humanity. 
but the 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 more that we practice in the less chaotic times ways of um of of being kinder inward and outwardly um really learning how to master that in safer conditions gives us some capacity to have those tools available when the world becomes seemingly unsafe and whether that's a, the reality or not when we're in the midst of of uh, a surrender necessary crisis we certainly feel like all of that is being threatened mm. this this feels like this is about there's there's a lot of desire in the situation situations when things aren't quite working outright to be doing a lot and this feels like you know what you're talking about here that uh, we have to really work a lot on our being and who we're being uh, <sighs> yes um i think that yes there, there is uh the class the class that i mentioned earlier um they have a they have a um a, a version of they got what's called the the integral leadership program which is i i used to call it like 95% doing and 5% being and then we moved into this advanced leadership class and it flipped and what i found was when we spend 95% focused on how we're being when we do yeah. we have a much longer lever of impact All right so yes there, there is a, a tremendous focus on on how am I being in the moment? How aware am I of how I'm being in the moment? Right, just that the the heightening of our awareness of what's happening right now, and particularly the awareness that that what I think right now is a story for how I'm making meaning around how I feel. It is only a story. It is not the truth. And the more that I'm aware, the more I can say, well, isn't that an interesting story that I'm telling myself? That then I'm behaving based on that story. Again, the more I can create that distance, you know, the, the the less I get reactive. The less I say, "Well, this happened, and here's the truth, and so here's what the moment deserves." In which case, I've got full. I've, I've given myself full right to behave however I'm going to behave because the moment, you know, the moment has it coming, or that person has it coming. Right? They don't deserve my loving value because they didn't act in this way. So therefore, I get to. You know, I get to throw up all over them, give them all my stress, give them all of my anxiety. All of that, um, we want to, ideally, I think, we want to shift as much as we can so we're showing up. If I want to be a psychologically safe place for other people, if I want to be a place, you know, a, a place where where people want to collaborate, where, where they want to bring their better selves, well, I have to put some intentionality into becoming that kind of space. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. We actually were just talking in the break, weren't we? That I think you probably had introduced me to Michael Landers, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd interviewed Michael also on the book Presence, uh, mm -hmm. and because uh, I believe presence is just so so powerful. I mean, just just when you, it's it's just such an important component, I think, to being a great leader and to the. To successful outcomes, having that presence to be completely with somebody in the moment is just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just it. it it's what what sort of happens yesterday, for example, I had some clients um, that I brought along to a highly conscious organisation, and we were in the boardroom of that conscious organisation, and the I brought the MD of the company in, and he's got such magnificent presence about him. And he talks very 
carefully. He's very considered, but you could feel, you know, the energy from um, um, from the room just descended or ascended into a place of of peace and inspiration just through listening to his words. Um, and I wanted them to experience that because I wanted them to know just how far there is to go. Hmm. And that's why I, I, I engineered that partly. And, and also because we're doing a cultural transformation program and we've been you know, the, with the other company, we've been through that, I've been through that journey and I've been with that together and it's, it's, it's been amazing, but I wanted them to see just how far there is to go when it comes to being a great leader. Mm. Uh, I love it. Can, can I share a quick, uh, yeah. I, 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 there's a, a story that I, uh, two stories um, back to back that I, I realized that are, are like, I think such a good example um, of, of what this looks like in, in some real time. I was at a conference in, in 2014 that um, where, where audacious love was the theme of this conference. It was business. It was art. It was this beautiful flux. And there's this celebrity dais of people up there and four day conference, like 400 people, decent size. The last day, um, this this dais of of remarkable people who have tremendous presence and 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 so much capacity for love are up there and um, and and they start passing the microphone around to the audience for questions and um, and a woman you know who stands up with the microphone and she's this this smallish woman she's got the spiritual garb on and um, and instead of of taking the topic at hand. She provides some kind of critical feedback about what she feels people on the dais are not doing. And, and I'm leaning forward like, oh, this is, this is really going to be interesting. I can't wait to see how they exemplify the audacious love in a moment of challenge like this where they're being criticized. And there was n- nobody took the initiative to say anything. And eventually, the MC, who's a celebrity pastor who had been just shown up with so much grace and beauty for four days, since and kind of shut this person down. Essentially, I don't remember exact words, but my feeling was um, that was inappropriate. You might not be someone who belongs here. She runs up crying. Like, so now, now moments like that are understandable. Like, you know, like you were saying, like, you know, the, the, in terms of the queen being in public all the time, yeah. right? Like, you got a celebrity dais, they're in front of 400 people right now while they're being criticized. That's a challenging moment. It was unexpected. So I understand they might not have met it well. But the fact that through the end of the conference, nothing was said about it. No ownership was taken that we didn't have the capacity to meet that moment with audacious love and we need to do better. So like that, that just destroyed my soul. But then years later, I was at a, a, a reunion for the leadership program that I'm a part of. And um, in one of the presentations, this branding master who's hilarious and this charming guy is just a big child. He's given this just awesome presentation and he makes this offhanded sexist comment just inadvertently, but you could he- just feel the energy get sucked out of the room. Yeah. Right. And, and, um, and he doesn't even, you know, I don't even know that he realized that he did it. He finishes up, he gets off stage. There's an audience break. And when we come back, a guy named Dave Pitnayak, who is the CEO of jump associates, brilliant guy, Stanford guy, remarkable human being. He has the capacity to say to everyone without vilifying the guy who had been up there to say, I love that guy. And what he said is not a representation of who we are in this community. And we, and, and any one of us could have made that mistake. 
he's the one who made it today, but yeah. we are all here because we know we can do better. Yeah. So we're going to do better. And then there's collective just sigh of relief. And we could move forward feeling actually proud that someone had the capacity to address that moment. Like, what, do we have the, the tools in our belt? Like, he happened to be the next person coming up to speak. So he had that, he had that capacity, he had the moment, mm -hmm. and he could meet the moment in the way that was called for. Yeah. But that was not a predetermined, no. in a destined moment. Like, it was very fortunate that he was prepared to meet it. I just love that so much uh, because it is, it's something we need more of in the world is acceptance. This is all messy and that's okay. What's important is that we own it when we know that we fell short of you know, being in alignment with what we say we are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Start standing up in those moments. There's a lovely example with the queen. I think she had somebody in her presence and um, maybe a dignitary of some kind who just kind of fell to bits in front of her and got very emotional. Uh, and her response to that wasn't to turn her back on him or anything. She just said, should we go and give the corgis some biscuits? It's so lovely. <laughs> it's so lovely, right? <laughs> like not humiliating, not shame, not embarrassing. Oh. Just, just turning a corner, taking him by the hand. Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. Sweet. Beautiful. Well, just realize we've got two minutes left. So um, I wonder if you've got a, uh, have you got a final message you want to leave us with? Have you got? Hmm. Um, I guess to a degree it's be the, be the safety you want to see in the world. Uh, and, 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 and substitute the word safety for, for whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that you want more of in the world. Um, right. Be, be someone who manifests the very thing that you're after. That, that feels really um, topical to me. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. If it feels it's been a great conversation. Thank you for being very vulnerable and sharing, you know, the, the angst you went through really with your pivot within your organization and uh and you know, with all your experience and resources, it was still hard. Uh so I think uh, what I've taken from is to, you know, accept that these things are are hard, but 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 we can prepare ourselves by working on our being and you know our presence and who who we are and uh, uh and understanding understanding ourselves such that in the moment we can maybe take a a reality check and and, and look at things from different positions and different perspectives when it when it comes to um to dealing with these these challenging obstacles um, so thank you. It's been absolutely brilliant. On next week's show, we have Tom Eddington, and Tom's going to uh, talk with me about uh, business and humanity. And um, he is involved in. He was involved with COP, um, with the climate change, uh, but he's, he's passionate about uh, about equality and poverty. And um, I think we're in for a real treat. I've interviewed him before, and I, I wanted to talk to him again because he was he was fascinating. I think we'll give you know, a really interesting perspective and a helpful perspective on all of these different facets and what we need to think about um, from a, a business perspective. And then um, Corey is roundtablecompanies.com. Is that your That's us, your companies with an IES, yeah. Yeah, so go and check check that out. Check what Find out what Corey does. He does some fascinating work, believe me. Uh, and I thought the work that he did actually in the pandemic around your 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 wall um, mm. was, was amazing, absolutely amazing. So go and check his work out. Um, and Conscious Capitalism Press, that's another brand of yours i believe we're, we're big on conscious capitalism so yeah people, people yeah. should certainly check that out so do any any questions comments love to hear from you it's uh, uh you know i don't 
you know, I hit, when I do hear, and I got a lovely note about a week ago, just with some um, somebody asking for some advice, but but saying how much the show meant to them, and those things make all the difference. So I'd love to hear from you. And uh, next week, Tom Eddington. But in the meantime, thank you, Corey, for being being on the show for a third time. And it was. We thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.